0: Last time on Day Players The Gryon, a secret society established to maintain the boundaries between worlds, choose worthy teens with attitude, as champions imbued with the spirits of ancient warriors. The Morning bell rings at Jote, private school of Spurias.
1: Hi, everybody. I play Cassandra Stone, a 17-year-old who is on the swim team.
0: Today, I'm going to be
2: playing Kiva Jolte, normal human student, class representative.
3: Hi, everybody. I'm going to be playing Brittany Hawthorne, runs the yearbook. Okay. Kayla is my frenemy. I have for
1: my current math teacher, Mr. Fisher.
0: <laughs> the faculty member, Mrs. Clickapin. she seems to be running a little behind today. She hasn't shown up right when the bell rang. And that is very unusual for her. Another mystery, kidnapping on our hands. You all go and secretly meet on the roof. Star Slayers, a portal has opened. A threat from another world has come into your humble town. You must steal them back from whence they came. We have dispatched Mushka to come and aid you. Star Slayers, shine on. And
1: And stick stick together. together. Uh, Cassandra, taps her watch. Star Slayer! I summon the sea and all of its beings. I am Kaio, the sea tamer.
0: And then there's a bunch of cool waves crashing.
1: A beam of light and water surrounds Cassandra. She's underwater. Her hair gets longer and bigger. She pulls her trident staff out of her watch. Spins that around her head a couple of times. She gets a big underwatery looking robe of canvas and rope and it's very ethereal. She completes the transformation into an elf sorcerer.
2: Keep her whips out his watch and says, Star Slayer, Flame of Honor, Justice Light, now I become Fang Bright. Jesus. Golden flames burn up from his legs to his head, but replacing his clothing and normal skin is gold chain mail and beautiful breastplate. A massive longbow, six feet tall, springs forth from his golden watch. Golden ram's horns spring from the side of his head as Kiba grows, fucking bulks out. (laughs) into Fang Bright, the Flame of Honor, Tiefling Ranger.
3: Brittany slaps her watch. Star Slayers, I bring forth the poison breath. I am Neheba, the Emerald Death. Poison green clouds surround her. She's elevated. Her typical black t-shirt spikes out into a wide collar. Her green spiked tail emerges behind her, cracks like a whip. Her hair elongates into a wild mane of black and green. Black horns sprout from her head, twisting back into her hair. I am dragonborn barbarian Neheba, the Emerald Death.
0: After your transformation sequence, you three dramatically leap off the rooftop of the school and you make your way over jumping from rooftop to rooftop Yes, through the city with music playing in the background
2: It feels wonderful to be moving about in immortal form this side of the portal
1: Yes, these are quite strong vessels Nothing can
3: stop us
2: I hope you're right, Nehima We'll have to see what
0: monstrous doings are afoot
3: They won't be more monstrous than me
0: You three arrive on the rooftop of a nearby apartment building across the street from the library. Let's just say it's more in the downtown. You take a look across the street and down at the old library, one of the oldest buildings in town. This old building with large white columns and large white lions perched at the top of their long staircase. This is one of those traditional Carnegie libraries
2: allow me to see if our foe is nearby he's going to get down on the dust on the on the roof and draw a little a little circle that represents a mile within us Ooh. drop some golden powder over it and wherever if there's a critter around a little yellow glow will show roughly where it is
0: when you drop the golden powder you see one large blip that is in the area of the library
2: Mmm, it seems our foe awaits in this palace of tomes. Just one this time, comrades, but we must take care. My senses do not reveal to me what manner of beast we are dealing with.
0: And then you hear (gasps) breaking glass down below. It looks like shadowy figures are throwing chairs and tables out of the library windows from inside the dark building.
2: What a waste of tables and chairs! <laughs> Onwards, and I will leap off the edge of the building, just straight into straight into the library. Oh, great. Okay. No messing around.
0: Are you trying to also crash in through another window or something? Oh, I guess we could, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is this happening on the second floor or the first floor? Is it a multi-floor library? Sure. Okay, yes. At least two floors. We absolutely, I'm absolutely going for like the Batman in
0: through the second floor window. Okay, sounds good. Do you two follow? Yes. Yes. Okay, So excellent. So,
3: Heba follows. Okay. She uh, slithers down the side of the building
0: instead of jumping off.
1: I just magic myself down there on some water. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good.
0: The three of you, in your individual hero fashions, burst onto the scene through another big window. <laughs> and then, this <laughs> is the second floor, you said? Yeah. Okay. You are now on the... Like the second floor of the library, where there's more shelves and like the big banister that surrounds the upper level, Mm -hmm. but it's still open to see the bottom floor of the library. Surrounding you are empty shelves, large wooden bookcases that have just been completely ransacked. And in the middle of the bottom floor, you look down and you see a massive pile of books just thrown, everything just thrown together into one big pile. It's like a mountain of books. My god, they've gone after the knowledge. It's a book burning. (laughs) And surrounding the pile of books, throwing more into the pile, there are these grotesque humanoids. You see the groups of people circling the pile of books, throwing more onto it, these mummy-like shells of humans. That are shambling, just monotonously picking things up, throwing it to the pile, and then the opposite, taking chairs, taking tables, and just, boom, just tossing them out the windows. They're, they're clearing out this middle area for their, their big pile. I assume they haven't noticed us yet. Even though we smashed through a window. <laughs> you know what? They don't notice you. You'd think they would, but they didn't. <laughs>
2: Looks like a book monster.
0: Ah, oh, gathering all
2: material of one type, so that it's easier for the demon to... to demon? Question mark? <laughs> yes. Manifest? For the demon yes. to manifest, we as go. we all know from our lengthy study of these monsters. Yes, We sh- should burn it. You're right. But there are no torches in this library. What is, the, what is this magical light <laughs> <Everything>,
0: coming from? <laughs> everything is electronic now.
3: <laughs> Wait, Morgan. Yes? Can I use my beast mode claw to spark a banister to light a fire into the books.
0: Yeah, so there is a big wooden banister and the caps. Those will be nice big metal All
3: right. balls. The caps of the banister with my axe and my claw. I want it to be my claw
0: because that's cool. That is cool.
3: All right, Neheba grows out her claws... They are long and curved and green. She spins and attacks the metal cap of the banister, creating a spark to light the books on fire.
2: Fang will, will I, I had a, a smart idea, It's gonna pair up with this, and f- as the, I, I'm imagining like a big shower of sparks, right? Yeah. As the big shower of sparks goes, he's gonna loose two arrows through it to get a couple different burn points. So now we got burning arrows, if this works, going through the sparks along with the shower of sparks
0: onto the books. So it's just, it's all crazy down there. Okay. Okay. Then I will count that as you have two, you each get one attempt to okay. start the fire. So right. let's have Aaron go first. I think it should, let's just make it an attack roll because that's really what you're doing. You're just okay. trying to hit a specific angle to get the sparks going.
2: Okay. Rolling. 12. But here it's come. A little low. Here come the let's, arrows. Let's see.
0: Yeah! I believe that is a 17 total. 17 total? Yes. Okay. That's pretty good. Then, while Neheba was only able to shoot off a couple sparks with the precise arrow from Fang, you're able to carry one of those individual sparks forward and then down. It lands into the book pile and you see just a, just a little a little line of smoke start to come up. Mm. Okay. But, from a single spark, it'll take a while before anything really gets going.
2: Okay. Have these uh, husky figures noticed what's yes. going on? Now
0: yes, now they are fully aware of your, your presence in the arena, and the wrinkly figures from the first floor of the library turn up, gaze at you with sunken eyes, and they point. And they. Uh, <sighs> let's roll for initiative.
3: Okay. Woo. Nine. Twenty-one.
0: Ten. So the order will be Fang, Kayo, Neheba, and all of our tiny adversaries in the first floor of the library. Seventeen.
3: Seventeen. Are you kidding?
0: There are seventeen. Now it's
3: easy. This is easy. Shell town. husk
0: wrinkles oh. downstairs.
2: First question, dungeon master. What are these things? Are they they monstrosities? Are
0: they constructs? I know. You know, I think these things are just full-on humanoids. Okay, great. Well, then I
2: don't, as a ranger, I don't get any of my fun bonuses against them, but that's fine. But there is still a construct in here. I wonder
0: where it is.
2: Where could it be?
0: It could be anywhere.
2: All right into battle! And Fang will leap down onto the first floor. Yes, he's an archer, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as he leaps, he is going to summon three arrows from the aether roll them betwixt his hands and slam them into the ground as soon as he drops And I'm casting Cordon of Arrows. Mm, oh, it's yes. four,
0: actually. Great, four arrows. Four arrows. To in each hand.
2: That's right, yes. Yeah, I got double drumsticks. Cordon of Arrows is a tight spell. You take some ammunition, you, you punch it into the ground, and whenever a baddie comes within 30 feet of me, the arrow goes zoop, and just gets him. All
0: right. Next, Kaio.
1: Kayo also jumps down into the into the fray and casts gust of wind t- towards the book pile and the humanoids in an effort to get the fire going.
0: Sure. So, you're only going to hit a couple of the people though cuz they're like surrounding it. Yep. So, you can jump down and then blast the couple in front of you yep. into the pile. Yep.
2: Cool. It, and it, the wind keeps going, doesn't it? Like, doesn't it stick
0: around? You can choose to keep it going, yeah. So they could just be pinned. They could be.
1: Ooh, let's do that.
0: So I'll say that you hit two of them, okay. and each of them gets an opportunity to save. So it's a strength save so that they can hold their ground. Mm-hmm. They both are able to push back. <sighs> but you are holding them in place. They're like, ooh. Okay. they have their hands up, and they're just trying to stand however the two humanoids blocking the air do not fully block it. So you are putting a lot of air onto the smoke. So I'll count that as like a- like another tick on the make a fire checkbox.
3: Neheba slithers down as she goes around the pile using her breath weapon, spits poison into the enemies that Hannah is holding up.
0: That is pretty cool because being a green dragonborn, and it being the poison breath, it's like the only thing that would work with the gust of wind. We waft. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll, tight. I will, I'll give you a, a boosty to the range.
3: Okay, rolling three d six. Okay, so ten.
0: Ten damage. Ten damage. And then, with the boost of the air, I'll let you hit three extra people. So you hit six people as you spray poison all over the arena. Okay. Six of these husky people. Fuck, <laughs> I do not want to say husk. Six of these weird mummies. And four of them, basically, they breathe in the poison and they... <gasps> and they, they gasp for air and they collapse under, under your, your toxic weapon. But two of them are able to, to brush it off and they, and, they re- and they remain up.
3: What about Hannah's people?
0: Those were not the ones that just fell over.
3: So Hannah's still holding them.
0: So the pinned ones are still pinned. Yes. Cool. But you got, you got the other ones. we never down to 13. I'll use this side. That's, that's a quarter.
3: Neheba finishes her run and hisses, didn't think you'd be wearing emeralds today.
0: After the three of you have jumped in and made a dent in these otherworldly, grotesque humans, they the rest of them start to move closer towards you. Let's have the two that are stuck in the, in the airstream try to move first. Ooh, they are strong. They are able to, to slowly crawl and get closer and closer to you, and they are going to try to grab you. <gasps> Make a strength check to resist being grappled and add your dexterity.
3: Ooh, nice
1: 20.
0: Ooh, oh. but they're not very strong. So... You just barely, shocked at the fact that they are able to resist Ah. your powerful gust of wind, they make a jump towards you and you're able to just step back and keep them in the gust. Kyle, be careful!
1: There's so many hands!
0: The other ten, about, half of them start running around the circle. I guess shambling around the circle. Yeah. And a few of them are able to get close to Neheba and Fang. How close? I suppose three of them are close enough to trigger mm. your arrows in the ground. Fly forth, my arrows, for justice. Oh, that's a good roll. What is your spell save DC?
2: That's going to be 13. 13. Save.
0: Even with their terrible dexterity, because they are shambling mummies, they are able to just kind of bob gently out of the way of the arrows
2: ah it has been too long since i've been on the side of the portal i my spell was ineffective
1: a little rusty eh
2: now my arrows are made of wood
0: and they, gra- <laughs> and they grab
2: you no no
0: so same for you a strength or a dexterity probably strength yes. to like push them off and dexterity dex to, to kind of way. jump out of the way yeah
2: dex for sure yeah that's oh, 11 total fuck
0: Ooh, they roll even worse. You were right about the hands. <laughs> okay. And the other half of the room, the few that are making it all the way around, are going straight for you, Neheba. How so, many
3: are we talking? Um uh, let's 10? just say another three. 17. Okay. 21.
0: Yep. You're much stronger than they are. All right. The three of them try to go for you all at the same time, and you just... <sighs> Your rippling lizard muscles. Okay. Those fish lifters. <laughs> fish lifters. One last thing on my turn. Behind the shambling masses, you see the smoke start to grow wider and wider and blacken as it actually begins to catch fire on some of the books in the pile. And this sudden increase in heat has caused the pile to rumble. A few books begin to fall off of the top.
2: That's it? That's it, Okay.
0: Okay. And now we're at the top of the order, which is Fang Bright.
2: Indeed. Hmm. After the books rumble, Fang will look nervously at the growing and glowing pile. I fear we may have more than a few husky folk on our hands shortly. We must make quick work, even though my spell failed just now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I have more magic than that, and I'm gonna cast Zephyr Strike, a fucking cool spell. Does a couple things. One, it increases my move speed by 30 feet. It makes it so that, uh, I get advantage on an attack, and also my movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. So, uh, Fang Bright will summon glowing, flickering, blustery flames upon his feet. (laughs) and do like nine backflips, 60 feet, 60 feet of backflips. Uh, 60 feet? <laughs> yeah, 60 feet. I'm just at the other uh, end. You're
0: it, yeah. It's, yeah. like That's I good. said, this is, yeah. this is an emergency bag.
2: <laughs> but don't worry, my my little ammunition that I left is still there. I have one more little bullet in my, from my cordon of arrows. Because it was after strike, I get advantage on my first attack. So I'm gonna just try to snipe one of those guys that was near, close to me. Yeah, the
0: ones you left.
2: Ooh, how's 24?
0: Oh, yeah, that'll get him.
2: Yeah. One. <laughs> Another one. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn laughs> six? So, so I get two attacks per turn. So if we go... Uh, that's a 23? No, 25. It's it's a hit. Yeah, sure. that's definitely a hit. Another 1d8 plus 4. 11. So six damage to one, 11 damage to the other. It's the two arrows and the single shot, Legolas style.
0: So yeah, the, go. the one that takes 11... That one will go down. The other one takes the arrow like a fucking champ, and it's like, no, it's not going to go down in one hit. <laughs> it folds its arms. Yes. <laughs> a sassy finger wave.
2: Exactly. A mummy, mummy. <laughs> and that is it for Fang Bright.
0: Okay. All right. Back to Kaio.
1: I am going to cast Witch Bolt on the closest, Maybe. closest one. So I, I'm i holding my staff, and I just fling it back to the... To the Humanoid in front of me and just zap them. Twenty-one.
0: Twenty-one is enough.
1: Ten.
2: Ten.
0: That will okay. be enough That's to just lot. zap one completely down.
2: And I believe gust of wind keeps going. Isn't it? It's a concentration spell, I believe.
0: You want to keep the gust going?
2: Yes, please.
0: Yeah, so it can hit those two, and then I assume you want me to keep like fanning that flame. Yeah. And get that bigger and bigger. Yeah. yeah cool. Let's do the saves for the two that are getting pushed. They both fail, Mm. so they are toppled back. They could only last the air for one round, and then you bowl them completely over. They they do their own (laughs) backflips into the (laughs) large pile of books.
1: I guess you have been blown away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Great, and they they are submerged in all of the ancient texts, while the wind expands the smoke in the rumbling pile and you start you start to see the bright light in the dark library of a flame growing in the pile. So we'll say now flame on, the flame is on. okay. okay and now we are back to Neheba.
3: Okay, I think I want to
2: rage.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. (laughs) Cool.
2: Uh,
3: I would like to rage. Her horns grow larger. Her eyes are glowing green. She forgets what's happening, uh, but her body twists and spins wildly with her tail smacking smacking the baddies.
0: Cool. We're going to bend the rules a little bit. Just because you're going to whip it them all, make three attacks. Okay. Because you're just in a line one, two, three, hitting them. Okay. You hit all three.
3: Fourteen. Oh.
0: Alright, that takes the first one out. Eleven. That takes the second one out.
3: Uh nine. Not
0: quite enough to take out the uh, third one though.
3: Okay. So my tail whips around, I'm spinning, and the spikes on my tail embed in the chests of two of them, but the third one is sort of just knocked away. And then I land on my feet.
2: Are they going to just stay on your tail? Are you going to just leave them there? That's oh, pretty cool. It's
3: fucking badass. I think I that's think pretty cool. If, so not their, not their whole bodies are stuck to my tail, but like bits and pieces. Oh, yeah. At least the parts that you hit. Yeah,
1: yeah there you like go. Like, like you tore, a, like you tore a, through,
0: like through them. I tore through yeah. them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brutal. Cool. Mm-hmm. They are almost like paper.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, and the Heba living up to her nickname as always. Evil death. That's the oh, case. Yes. <laughs> At
0: that's least what you meant.
2: the
3: death part.
0: It's time for the last few. Oh no! Right. One of them's right next to my arrow. That's about to hit them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 mummies. Because I don't want them to be zombies. They're mummies. No, it's cool. Mummies. With the, mummies. Okay. the mummies start their turn, and one of them puts one foot forward, and your arrow launches. Make a dex check. Damn it. it goes straight through their chest, and because they're a mummy, it just doesn't deal any damage to them. It just goes straight through the, their papery skin. Is this skin. the
1: same one that also has one that's like...
0: Yeah, you know what? Yeah, why? he's His... like
1: already hit. Yeah, this...
0: this one is like the tank one. Must have been a bodybuilder in life. <laughs> this sassy mummy is giving me some trouble. The rest of the mummies that move towards Neheba and Kaio, they take a couple shambly steps forward, and then the rumble behind them grows louder the pile of books grows and gets taller and larger and then two tremendous wings oh snap burst out of the sides that are also made of fluttering books and pages it's fucking cool a massive book filled claw comes down narrowly missing neheba <sighs> and crushes the last mummy that was standing in front of you. And out from the pile comes a dragon made entirely of the fused books from the library. I am the bookworm! (laughs) There is enough knowledge in this library for me to manifest in your world.
2: Foul worm, these tomes are wasted upon you but fear not, we'll send you back from whence you came.
0: After the bookworms roar its manifestation into your world, it pauses. The strand of smoke wafts up into its nose. What? What? Is that me? He looks down, sees one of his feet is on fire. That is where the arrow landed. (laughs) and the bookworm catches a little bit of flame. No! And now, that is the end of the monster's turn for now.
2: This is a construct, yes?
0: It is a construct.
2: Uh, amazing. Construct is one of my two chosen favorite enemies, and I think the way this is flavored is when it's time to send things back from whence they came, He's got special portal arrows. Ah, oh, bookworm, we cross paths again. You don't belong in this world, and I will escort you back. And he will pull from his quiver a special blue arrow marked with runes. Which happens to give me plus four against my chosen foe. Ah! Uh, I'm also going to use uh, an, one of my monster slayer ranger features, slayer's ire. Which basically just lets me choose a creature. And my first attacking against that creature every turn, I get a bonus 1d6. Fang's eyes glow with golden flame. And he is ready to bring some action to the sucker. That's a 24 to hit.
0: Oh yeah, that's definitely a hit.
2: All right, 10 on the dice plus eight is 18 damage with my magical portal arrow. So what it is, is when, it's, when it hits where it strikes, the arrow vanishes and a, a perfect like portal circle chunk is left, is gone from the thing. Hmm. Interesting. So it's, I have sent a little piece of it back, back
0: to the portal.
1: Oh, cool. Wow, that's cool.
0: I'm gonna flavor your your teleporting aspect because remember, the books are from here. Ooh, yes, so that's what, right. So what it what it should be is more like you send the spirit part yes, back. Yes, I like it. And where it, the the ball of things that get sent back, those books just fall back, un, like unanimated, and yes. they return to their natural to state their natural in state. this world. But you still carve out that hole. It's just it wouldn't make sense for you to just send a bunch of books back to the fantasy right. dimension. <laughs>
3: no, that's fair. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, cool. Well, where do you hit it? It's like big.
2: Ooh, can I hit it at the at its wing hinge?
0: Why or don't you roll a D20? For, for an aimed shot, let's call it. You got it. 18 on the die. I'll give it to you then. Yes. You are you're able to seriously gimp the, the bookworm's ability to fly out of here.
2: Excellent. Good. And I'm gonna try again, because I get two attacks. Sure. Another arrow was loosed. That's twenty one in total. And that'll hit as well. Excellent. Eleven damage. Alright. Another arrow. This one I'll just punch through like the the quote unquote. Folds of the wing make a big hole. So it looks
0: cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, that's it. wings are big. Easy to easy, to easy to target. to hit targets. They're yeah. literally the biggest thing. It's exactly. Easier to hit the wings than the dragon. Exactly. Takayo.
1: Bookworm. We have smote you once, and we shall continue to smite. Taking tactical advantages of the hole in the wing, cast a cloud of daggers. I want to keep ripping at the wings.
2: Yeah, sure.
1: I am changing concentration from gust of wind two cloud of Daggers. One, one.
0: Nine total? (laughs) Yeah, but because it's slashing damage, I will give you an advantage against the books.
1: (laughs) Paper is weak.
0: So you deal a little extra damage.
1: Take flight no more, bookworm.
0: All right, you can keep the cloud of Daggers going next turn if you want, but for now, we return to Neheba, who is in a fury rage.
3: I am the only dragon here
0: today. She
3: leans back on her haunches and launches herself for to take a huge bite out of the neck of the bookworm dragon. That's vicious. Spinning to land back on her feet at the end. 21. God, I'm getting these 21s like crazy. Yeah. Alright, so 21 for the attack.
0: Oh yeah, you get up there and you, you bite on in.
3: So 9? Nine, 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 9 damage? 9
0: damage. 9 biting damage. In order to do all this cool maneuver, because I didn't make you roll for the jump, because I think that's cool, that's your whole ability, I want to make you roll to see if you can stick the landing.
3: Okay, perfect.
0: Make an athletics check. 21. 21, again. 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 With the twenty-one. Again with the twenty-one. That that is definitely enough. You you stick your cool landing.
3: Okay, so I land back on my feet and sort of skid into another
2: attacking position. What a dope landing. Why, thank you.
1: You know the word dope?
2: I have access to my young ward's mind. <laughs> <laughs> Kiba Jota often refers to things as dope or.
0: Radicals. Sick. I forgot what year it
2: was.
0: (laughs) Okay. Gnarly. Now it is back to the bookworm's turn. Before anything, because I'm gonna forget, the flame grows a little bit more on. I don't know. I'm thinking like right leg, like right foot. Yeah. That's where I'm thinking. So the fires expand, and for the first turn, it's just a d6, but it's doubled because of. Fire is good against books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't Makes sense. say. So it takes two burning fire damage. And then it lashes out. Let's say that you three are positioned where you're positioned. So it'll do claw at Kaio, bite at Naheva, and then a tail slap trying to reach over to where Fang is. First the claw. It horribly misses. You hear... The air sliced through as the as it is forced between the dragon's thick book claws. The pages rustle as they go right by your head. For you to have that. The bookworm has its long serpentine neck. It comes down as, as, it, as it coils its massive jaws towards you. You call that a bite? And then its massive head turns down towards you and chomps on you five damage oh. and then finally the tail whips out what the- at fang and it barely misses you oh. you you three have spread out enough in this arena that the bookworm is is struggling to keep track of where everyone is at the same time and we go back to fang at the top
2: is there anything hanging from the ceiling? Is there like a uh, cool chandelier?
0: I mean, how could there not be?
2: Of course there's a cool chandelier.
0: All right. You Fantastic. know what? It's a big glass chandelier. Yes. Made of glass. Perfect. With glass on it. <laughs> is, is it there a glass, glass
2: chandelier? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I assume is right above the bookworm. Hmm.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens to be right in the middle.
2: Okay. Fang will look up at the glass chandelier and and muse to himself, Ah, that large glass object will cause some extra damage to this bookworm! And I'm going to fire an arrow up at the chain, holding the chandelier to the ceiling. That's a 26.
0: 26 is enough. Okay. to, To pop the chain that is holding the chandelier up. Excellent. The giant glass chandelier comes crashing down and ear scraping... Shatter of all the tiny little chandelier pieces, each of them made of glass. It's like a thousand dominoes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They just.
1: Very descriptive sound.
2: That's good. Oh, comrades, I'm sorry for the sound. I had no idea it was made of glass.
0: Let's have you roll damage for it since it's your thing.
2: Sure. What is a chandelier? 3d6? 3d6? Yeah, all right. Six. Two for eight.
0: Three for eleven. Eleven total. Eleven total. And the fragments of glass being so sharp, it'll count as slashing damage. Ah, that sounds great to me. it will double up again. <laughs> the wings are intactas. Yeah. There, there is a there is a fine that paper dust in the air. Oh you yeah, know, from, I love it. Because each of you have just been slashing and cutting on this dragon in different ways over and over again, and it is just a tossed salad
3: <laughs> Yum.
0: Of, of, of old text lying at the bottom of the dragon's feet.
2: Okay, and for my second attack,
0: is it, is it lying prone or is it still up? I'll see if it can prevent itself from getting knocked prone by the chandelier. It doesn't! Perfect. <laughs> in classic fantasy, it crashes down and basically flattens the dragon onto its stomach.
2: Excellent. And since it is prone, that means I get advantage on this attack against it. That's true. (laughs) Shing! That's a natural 20! That is a critical hit. Critical hit. So I roll twice as many dice, which I believe also includes the use of my Slayer's Ire. So I'm rolling 2d6, 2d8, plus 4, plus 4 again. Let's do it! 3 plus 8 is 11 plus... 6 is 17, plus 4 is 21, plus 8 is 29 damage. Oh my god. And I am taking one of those blue portal arrows, and I am aiming it right at its eye, if it has such a thing.
0: It's got little magnifying glasses for eyes. I love it.
2: (laughs) Right through the magnifying glass, we can shatter some more glass. (laughs) Perfect.
0: (laughs) The portal arrow flies through one of the magnifying glass eyes of the bookworm. It shatters, and dissipates the spiritual energy that is connecting the spirit of the bookworm to the actual books. From the decapitated bookworm corpse, you see the unconscious body of Mrs. Clickapen roll out from the stump of the neck of the bookworm. Her eyes are open and... Let's do the opposite of what it usually is. Her eyes are open and they are black voids that reach deeper and deeper into a black abyss. And that's like the portal part of it. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. so it's like she is connected to the portal, so someone is controlling her. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You see her eyes just fly forward and then fill up the portals <laughs> that were caused <laughs> that were all voids in her head. That's,
1: <laughs> that is very, <laughs> that's very, cool. very vivid. Yeah.
0: But she is unconscious. And then the creak and not like more like the fire is spreading to the rest of the library let's keep going and let's just keep the same turn order next is kayo
1: should I use, would Watery Defense Curse of the Sea or uh, Shape Water be better?
0: Oh, I forgot that you don't know what any of your abilities do either.
1: <laughs> Let me take a
2: look. Uh, no. There's got to be some watery shit in there somewhere. <laughs>
0: oh, some I, I the
1: as much as I also fanned the flames, I'm prepared to put out okay. this no, fire. No, it's good. It's no, good.
0: no, no, it's cool. Um.
1: Kyo stops Cloud of Daggers and says, we need a different kind of cloud. And she whips around her trident kind of over her head and begins to form a cloud. And as she begins to raise above the ground a little bit and her eyes turn white, no, they turn all blue. I call upon these deities. I tame their power. I cast sleet storms and put out the fire.
0: The cloud expands, covers up the ceiling of the library and you are able to prevent the fire from burning the rest of the books that, I don't know, maybe a few survived but you put out the fire that you also created
2: <laughs> no,
0: I. we stopped the it. monster You all had a hand in it, really true. It's true. <gasps> Fucking sick, y'all
2: Sorry oh. uh, <laughs> My my ward has been, his psychic influences Well, the link goes both ways You hey, you have to get the teacher out Oh my god, the teacher, Miss Clickapen! Someone Ms. goes
3: oh. Clickapen!
2: You know what? what? Mushka.
0: What? Yeah, where's Mushka? I, Mo- I forgot about Mushka.
2: Mushka! We should talk about it. And where is Mushka? That little raps was supposed to be here to assist with the portal. Hee
3: hee hee! Here I am!
0: <laughs> and from the part of the broken windows, a a tiny, I'm thinking like the size of like a pug. Elephant. That is golden with little fairy wings. Uh, comes in on a, on a trail of sparkles and rainbows. Hee hee hee, here I am! It's Mushka!
2: <laughs> Thank goodness you're here, Mushka.
0: Now that you have sealed the portal, which is not my job, it's your job now, now that you've sealed the portal, I can consecrate this play- this-, this space and there will be no more rifts.
2: Wonderful. Between
0: worlds. Let's just get Miss Click-A-Pan out Thank of there. Mushka! As you lift up Pen's unconscious body, Mushka flies around the room and there's a bunch of Tinkerbell dust everywhere, and then Mushka's trunk extends and it does a little and then, this land is clean. In that voice, right? Yes, but it does it with its trunk. Of course. Hand on on the ground, it's clean.
2: (laughs) Thank you Mushka, your services are invaluable as always.
3: Shall we report back to the council?
2: I suppose so, but what shall we do with this teacher?
3: Ah, well, if I remember correctly, she lives but across the street.
0: In that apartment building (laughs) that you jumped off of. Oh, perfect. Let's jump to Miss Clickapen's bedroom, where you, Meheba, since you're like the strong one, and also this is kind of your teacher, mm-hmm. you are placing her, her unconscious body back to sleep.
3: And I lay her softly on the bed, see you in class tomorrow? And then I slither
0: out of the window. Right before you've, you take your last step out of her bedroom, she, Miss click a pen, oh, Brittany, is, is that you? But you're gone.
3: But I'm gone.
0: <sighs> Into the night.
3: I slither out onto the roof and up to the top.
0: Up there, you see your partners, Kaio and Fang, as you hear the sirens behind you of the fire engines and police cars pulling up to the remnants of the library. It's now time for you three to report back to the Grion Council. Communicators up. Fists in. in. All of your communicators glow once more, the colors combine, a, a visual portal opens up to the council with the shadowy figures, the one at the far back stands up, I don't remember their voice. You know what? It's, it's, a, different, it's a different person each time. Alright, there you go. Cause you never know who's on the council. <sighs> we can sense that the portal has been closed. Yep. Ready? Yes, the land is clean. And I helped! Woo, it's Mushka! You! <laughs> <neat>. fly <flies> please! <laughs> yes, but I consecrated everything! Everything's cool, everybody! <laughs>
2: it was another clean job. This time around, the bookworm was trying to make his fell presence
0: known. The bookworm? But that is an ancient, powerful, and evil enemy. How, how could something so devastating have manifested? in this world. It seems that these transgressions are
2: becoming more frequent and more dire.
1: Increasing in power each time.
2: Maybe get R&D on it?
0: <laughs> yes, we will consult the texts. <laughs> but for now, thank you, Star Slayers. Return to rest as the sun rises. With that send-off, the Council... Message dissipates and the light in your communicators dims.
2: Well, comrades, another tidy job done. How are your vessels faring?
3: Ah, Brittany stirs. She heard Mrs. Clickopen's voice as we were slithering up to the roof. She was unsettled.
1: How could she sense your vessel?
3: Maybe it was something in my voice.
0: Mushka's still here, y'all. <laughs> Maybe the barrier between the worlds is getting weaker. Anyway, goodbye, Mushka.
2: Farewell, Mushka. There is much we do not understand about this connection. I feel much internal strife with Kiba. I fear that perhaps we have placed too much of a burden on these young minds. What effect can this violence have upon their still forming selves?
1: My vessel seems great. Strong-willed, strong-bodied, seeking stronger connections to those around her in the absence of certain figures.
2: Hmm. I wish only that I could be there more directly for the young Jote heir. There is much that we could learn from one another. For example, the mighty warriors, the V fighters. I feel he could... <laughs> Sorry, yes. I turned it into a joke.
0: No, you're right. No, no I think it's good.
2: He exalts these mighty V-Fighter warriors, combatants even greater than ourselves. I only wish that we could sit down together.
0: After you've come down from the adrenaline and the hype of the battle in your hero forms, you all part ways, make it back to your own homes, and return back to your original vessel selves. Normal, mundane, human lives. And let's see what each of you do to sneak back into your houses late at night.
1: Cassandra though tired. Uh, are we back? Did we hold on? Did we leave our stuff at the school? Or is like if we transform back, is like my is my backpack like on me? Like, I'm thinking it's
0: it's full magic. Yeah. So yeah, you just shift okay. back to exactly Great. how you Great. were.
1: Um, Cassandra's mom works nights, and that's very convenient. So Cassandra just. Uh... Is a two bedroom apartment like poor or is that expensive? Poor.
0: Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. In
1: an apartment at all is like. You can't let's, a house.
0: let's keep your family yeah, yeah, situation yeah, 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 as yeah. tropey as sure, we sure. can. Sure, sure, So, yeah. Cassandra
1: walks home. Classic latchkey kid. Mom's not there. Just walks into the apartment. Uh, cute note left on the leftovers for dinner from mom making food. But Cassandra does realize that it's very close to the end of the shift and has to quickly get into bed, go to sleep, like any other night.
0: As soon as you close your bedroom door. Turn off the light, hop into bed, throw throw it, you know, throw all your stuff off to the side. You hear the front door open, and there is your mom returning home from a tough work night as usual. She sees that you ate the leftovers and that you moved the note, and she collapses into the armchair, tired but relieved that she was still able to give you the simple the simple provision of a dinner.
3: Brittany's family lives a little further out uh, because they need space for all the siblings. Um, (laughs) Brittany transforms into her human self at the top of her driveway and picks her way down through the dark to arrive at her house. A few lights speckle the facade of her home, and she walks straight in through the front door, completely unnoticed. By the chaos of her brothers, rampaging the house, even at such a late hour. Oh my god, it's like
0: three a.m. or some shit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, playing fucking football in the living room. Yep. (laughs) There
3: you go. Video games. She grabs an orange from the fruit basket in the kitchen. Brittany takes her orange upstairs and snacks on it while finishing Alexandro's gardening story for the newspaper next week before gently falling asleep.
2: Kiba doesn't even need to sneak in. He just walks in through the front door. There's no one around anyways, except for Samson, the loyal butler. Samson, did uh, Gonzo drop off that V-Fighters VHS?
0: Yes, Master Kiba. I left the tape in your bedroom.
2: Perfect, perfect. Samson, did you ever want to be like a hero when you were a little kid?
0: Hmm. Great, now I have to think of Alfred Wisdom. Yep, Alfred. Master Keeper, many of us, once you get older, I'm sure you'll understand as well, the times when we most feel like heroes is the times when we do something for someone else.
2: I feel like the only way I can be a hero is if I pretend to be
0: someone else. I'll be in my room. Of course, Master. We're going to jump ahead, just one extra day, to Wednesday, because if we didn't say the previous day was Monday, it was Monday. <sighs> now it's Wednesday. Kiba, as the class rep president, you give the announcements in the morning to the class, and you have the announcement that after a police investigation for a missing person happening on Tuesday, you now have word that missus Clickapen has been found and she'll be back soon.
2: What's up everybody, uh, you probably heard about Miss Clickerpen, there was a bit of a missing person's thing going on, but she was found, she's okay, I guess she had like a severe sleepwalking attack or something like that, probably in conjunction with whatever gas main was linking at the library, people looking into that, anyway, make sure you're nice to her, uh, especially because she is partially responsible for our image through the yearbook. Don't forget to buy tickets to the dance. I'm, I'm still going to kick your ass if you don't go. Dance is in two days on Friday. Remember, the theme is feathers. It's the 20th anniversary. And uh, you can buy tickets at the main office. And uh, whoever's been smashing bottles behind the gym needs to fucking cut it out. That shit sucks.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah,
2: thanks, Ms. Barbner.
0: Do your thing. All right. The bell rings for the end of the morning chunk of your classes. It is now time for you three to meet up, and against your usual public routines, you decide to all sit together. Where are you going to go? Back.
3: Back into the lunchroom. Do we even want to
2: be in the lunchroom? I think it's more fun if we're in the lunchroom.
3: Yeah, I think so too. Sure. But I I think Brittany gets there first.
0: And since you are so early, you get there first to the lunchroom, scope out a good spot. At
3: some sort of side-back table that doesn't really get noticed.
0: Right. So you can actually discuss openly. Yeah. And then the rest of the grades and the other classes steadily filter in. People take their usual spots, their usual clicks, and they, they click up. Keep it. You show up. And I gotta say, I'm pretty sure the boys are going to be right behind you, though.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: I know. The hanger's on. So the, you have the rest of the squad for the student council behind you you know they're expecting to just chill with you like they usually do and spunt main man, man spunt is there and he's like he's like he's like oh man kiba yo we're gonna we're gonna eat in the lunchroom today oh man that's so classic i love it where should we go actually spunt i got
2: some business i gotta take care of uh why don't y'all take a hike somewhere i'll catch up with you later
0: yeah boys me and kiba got something to do
2: nah spunt i need i need you to take everyone somewhere you're gonna be acting in my stead today all right
0: I can take care of the boys, too. You know what? Yeah, let's let's get a little fresh air. You know? I, you know, we can stretch our legs a little bit. I think you're right. All right, yeah, let's go. All right, boys, let's head out. I knew I could count on you, Spine. So once the rest of the posse leaves, do you scope out for Brittany? And yeah. just head over and sit next to her? Yeah. When you do, other people in the lunchroom, you know, they, they know who you are and stuff. And they're a little bit like looking around, some mumbles, and I'm like, what What is he, what's what's Kiba doing? Why is he by himself? What's happening?
2: Kiva will stride over to Brittany's table in the corner, ignoring all the chattering around him, and walk up and say, what's up, Brittany? We had to do this in the lunchroom?
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, there's not really another great place. I mean, your student counseling room is, like, crawling with your goons, so why don't you just, like, sit down, and we can... You know, just work this out.
2: This is terrible for my brand, but all right. I'll sit down, take a look behind. Damn, like everyone's looking over (laughs) here, Brittany. This sucks.
3: I gently put my arm on your shoulder. Whoa. And be like, let them think what they want to think.
2: I actually see how this could be really good for both our reputations, babe. (laughs) Babe. And I'll put my arm over your shoulder. And I think that's the entrance for Cassandra. And
1: I've been standing there the whole time.
2: <laughs> Just like with the camera pants we got put to the right. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, this is a really weird energy you guys are putting out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe I should
1: be maybe I should be on time less
3: often. Oh, um, hey Cassie. Brittany says Detangling herself from Kiba.
2: Oh, my arm. Kiba's arm is staying on. He's committed to
0: this, to this, to the bit.
3: And then okay. I, I lean
0: over to Roll choose. to escape.
3: Okay, what? What, Which, I what do I roll? 10? 20?
0: No, but she's trying to get out, and he said that he wants to stay, so it's going to be a contest. <laughs> I
3: guess I 14.
0: You roll two, Tommy. Roll for Kiba. You don't have stats. Babe. You're a human. You're right. Uh, it's a 10. She slips right out. <sighs>
1: I sit down at the other end of the table, open my lunch bag, pull out some gushers, eat them while this is happening, gushers. and go, I thought I had dating trouble. Anyway, let's talk.
2: We're sending all kinds of mixed messages to the student body. This is whack. Whatever. Yeah, let's talk. Wait, who sent the message to talk? Me. So what's up, Cassandra?
1: So like, how do you guys feel about all this stuff that's been going on? It's
3: just totally weird, right? Yeah, what? it's pretty pretty crazy. I mean, it's so weird to have a tail sometimes.
2: It's fun kicking ass. I like that part. We beat the shit out of these monsters. And they're not even, like, living creatures. So I don't even feel bad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what are we going to do? I guess we just have to wait on the council to come back to us.
1: Yeah. After they look at
3: their texts.
1: It does seem weird that the numbers of, of monsters is increasing and they do seem to keep getting stronger and stronger, even though we're pretty cool.
3: How are you guys doing with like getting home late and stuff? My parents don't even notice me anymore, so, you know.
2: Ugh, same.
1: My mom wouldn't notice me if she tried. She's not home, she works nights, don't have um, a choice.
2: Nah, you just can't trust adults. Your parents you just good? don't understand. They don't understand. Maybe. Can't trust adults. Not even these weirdos that we're becoming. Like, what is our relationship with these people? These uh, these thousand-year-old heroes just taking over our bodies. I mean, it's cool, because we're like, helping the town or whatever, and that's- I get it, that's important, but... Don't you feel like we're kind of being taken advantage of here?
3: So, how do you feel about Fang? I mean, he seems pretty cool.
2: I don't know man I mean yeah it's pretty sick shooting all those arrows around I did like nine (laughs) backflips on Monday that's on brand for you Kiba I can only do like three backflips in this weak human form Brittany rolls her eyes (laughs) watch I'll do it right now (laughs) but
1: we don't need more attention on you guys I mean geez you're right
2: you're right I need to hold it gotta save those backflips for the pep rally later I don't know like he seems cool and it's It feels good to help people, but, I mean, like you said, Cass, the portals are getting more frequent, the monsters are getting worse. What do we sign up for here? We're 17. Are we going to be doing this our whole life? Dang, I can't,
3: I can't, I, I can't, I can't do this for my whole life. I, I, I just, I just applied to Yale. I mean... Oh, nice. Come on!
2: Oh, my ankle's on the admission,
3: my my ankles. Oops. <laughs> my, ankles.
2: <laughs> my uncle's on the admission board. Well, I'll get in a good word for you.
3: Oh, you would you would do that, Kima? for for me.
2: <gasps> I talk a lot, I mean, I talk a lot of shit about the yearbook, but I have to admit it you did earn that grant and you've appropriated the funds wisely, as I've checked over the ledgers. I think you'd be a good fit, whatever. It doesn't matter. Brittany,
3: visibly blushes and shrinks into a much more smitten version of herself.
1: Ooh. Cassandra puts her hands on the table and it's like,
3: hello. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is the best. Ooh, we clipped the mic. Yes. Ooh,
3: sorry. Oh sorry, is it bad?
1: Like oh quieter? no, we all
2: did. It's great.
1: I happen to really like this superhero magic thing. I don't know, it gives me more purpose than just swim team and, you know, kind of the only thing that I'm good at is being more athletic than I am. And, you know, unless a college is gonna take me for sports, then maybe I don't mind being a superhero forever. It's just me and my mom, and my mom is always busy. And it's nice to save more than just myself sometimes. Oh, damn, cats.
2: I guess having a sense of purpose is, Nice sometimes. Maybe we should just be transformed all the time.
3: Oh man, but I don't know. Being a lizard, it's not not very.
2: Brittany, you've got dreams and goals and shit. That's, you can't be a lizard all the time for that. But Cass, maybe you're onto something. Maybe for people like you and me who don't really have much outside of this place, this town, these people. Maybe staying transformed all the time is the best route we have. Maybe I should do it right now, and a crazy look gets into into his eyes. go You can <laughs> do
3: another another hit.
2: Push my glasses up on my nose and look at my cell phone.
3: <laughs> Kiba, 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 Kiba! No, no, you gotta. We gotta. We gotta work this out together. We gotta solve these issues, and we gotta get to the root of the problem. I mean, damn, Kiba, just be Batman. I mean, come on. You got the money for it.
2: Wait, but why wouldn't I be Batman? Also, as a cool archer elf with magic. (laughs) But you're right. He's not. He's
1: not Batman all the time. He's Bruce Wayne during the daytime.
2: Nerd. Nerd.
1: Oh come on. Jeez, Cass. I hang out with with Gonzo.
2: Yeah, Gonzo. I hang
1: out with Gonzo. One too many times, you can't label me a nerd. Psh,
2: Gonzo, I bet he watches that anime shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> More like date Gonzo, am I right? He's just not my type, I'm sure you've noticed.
2: Please tell me Gonzo's walking behind us
0: at this exact point.
1: And he oh. just like cries in the background.
0: Well, I mean, would... yeah, you're right. It would make sense for him to just be behind the shot. Behind, in the shot, yes.
1: You get the one single tear.
0: Yeah, he, he looks... Gonzo. no! Head down, walk off.
1: Yeah, it means we both just shit on him.
0: It's true. We
1: don't know that it's we're okay. both friends with him.
0: It's it's okay, okay even though he thinks that you don't care.
2: This is all way too much to, to think about. I gotta go get ready for the pep rally happening next period. Y'all gonna be there, right? We need maximum attendance.
3: Yeah, I'm covering it, so... Right on. I guess I won't ditch. Thanks, Cass. It means a lot.
2: Listen, school spirit's important.
3: All right, well, Cuba... Go Clamps. Go Clamps. I might be in more school spirit if you change the cheer.
2: We're working on it. Oh, my God.
3: Okay, well, I'm going to get my camera, and I guess I'll see you guys around.
0: Yeah. And Brittany around. walks off. You want to go first? It doesn't matter. Okay, when you leave, people watch you leave.
3: Oh, good. They okay. don't normally. Okay, so, I, so Brittany stands up. And makes her way through the lunch crowd and uh, down to the gym, and takes a quick peek back to see many eyes on her as she exits.
0: And the low mumble. Yeah. mumble, 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 mumble. People are disgusting. discussing. Discussing. Yeah. And now you two. Well, I gotta go practice those backflips,
2: and I guess write a speech or some shit. Hope uh, no monsters attack or some shit like that. That seems to be our life.
1: Catch you later!
0: Well, Cassandra, when you are sitting at the table, you have a tap on your shoulder and you turn to see that it is Mr. Fisher. Oh,
3: Oh, Ocean!
0: Oh, hey, uh, Cassie, um, I know that the pep rally's coming up and we all gotta be there, but would you mind if I talk to you for a minute?
1: Sure. Anything.
0: Great, great. Since everyone's going to be going to the pep rally, why don't we just meet in class at 3A? Can you be there in five minutes? It won't take long, I swear.
1: Yeah, I can do that. No problem.
0: All right, great. Thanks. Um, Yeah, I'll see you in a couple minutes.
1: Great. Great. looking forward to it.
0: All right. And he waves and he walks off. Kiba, you are in the gym early. There's still a few things getting set up. Jackson is there to, I guess, warm you up. Yeah, because you're gonna have. your... I'm doing my speech. You're gonna do your big speech. Hey, Jote. Oh, what's up, Jackson? You ready for this speech? What do you need from me, man? Come on. You know, Jackson, this this
2: pep rally, the whole thing's about like our futures and where we're going. And well, I know you're graduating. We're gonna miss you on the on the student council. Well, do you think about your future much? Like, what do you want to do with your life? What has Jackson got going? That's right, let's flesh him
0: out. Let's flesh him out. Jackson, Jackson, (laughs) you're a fully realized individual. (laughs) Someone with a rich backstory. I remember when your house burned
2: down last year, but all you could talk about was how glad you were that your dog and your mom were safe, even though your precious collection of vintage Pokemon cards got torched. And you were going to use that to send your little brother through college. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're right.
0: Uh, uh, The future for me? Shit! <laughs> Shit! I don't know, maybe I should take all my hardships and write my own novel. I'd call it, This Is Me, Motherfucker.
2: <laughs> wow, yeah. No, I think that's that's a great idea. You really have some serious artistic aspirations, huh?
0: And I'm a good person too. I always help out of the food bank you and do. the soup kitchen.
2: It's true. I've always been amazed by your commitment to the community.
0: That's right. Yeah, but why then? I've had it with these social problems in my motherfucking community.
2: Jackson, uh, sometimes I think you should be the president. You know what? Me too. But you're not going to be. I still have
0: all the power here. Yeah, all right. Across from the speech prep that Kiva is doing with Jackson, across the gym, Brittany is putting on the finishing touches for lighting getting into position and getting some preliminary shots before the pep rally begins and while you are prepping your friend i'll do quotes in the air comes up to you it's kayla oh my god brittany
3: oh what's up kayla
0: not much. I just figured, you know, I'd check in since, uh, since Miss Pen is still gone for today, and I'm still kind of like in charge. So I just figured, you know, I'd double check on everything that's going with you since yeah. you're going to be taking some shots.
3: Yeah. What's up? I'm super stoked to take shots today. Um, it's going to be rad. Hang loose. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, but you will not believe what happened in the lunchroom. I don't know if you saw it, but, like, everyone saw, but...
0: Oh, my God. I didn't hear anything about this. Please tell me.
3: Oh, my gosh. That was, like... So, me and uh, Kiba, we were just, like, talking, uh, just, you know, about, you know, like, school leadership and, you know, stuff like that. Um, And there was just, like, this moment, and it felt... It felt like... Like, there was something between us. I don't know. It was just, uh, it was, I don't know how to feel. It was nice, but weird, you know? Because, like, he's so lame, and, like, he has that stupid friend posse, and I just, ugh, I just don't even know what to do. Uh,
0: I know. He is just so, so cool all the time, and he's just, like, wealthy, and, huh. you know, if someone were to marry him, they would just be set for life. I hate it.
3: Oh, my God. I mean... You know, some of that stuff's not too bad. You know, he is pretty cool. I just, I just wish that he would be more open with his emotions, you know? Anyway, so, you know, what's up with you? Do you have a date for the ball?
0: Oh, well, I mean someone as popular and desirable as myself. Of course, yes. I have I mean you could you could call it a a date. Oh yeah? If you must. Yes, we could call it that.
3: Yes. Oh it's so a date, girl. Yeah. Yeah it is. Well, tell me, who are you going with? Oh my god.
0: Oh I oh I would I would Die if I told you. I would literally be murdered if I told you anything.
3: What? <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to see you at the dance then. Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. That'll probably be alright. Oh my god. She, uh, Brittany playfully, playfully shoves. Yeah, you do the
0: the push. Kayla. Yes.
3: Okay, girl. Well, I guess I'll just have to go. Can't wait. Oh uh, yes. Mmm. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right.
0: And now, let's cut to class 3A, where Cassandra is meeting Mr. Fisher for some sort of secretive conversation. He's already in the classroom, and you walk in. How would you like to start? Oh, uh, uh, come in, come in. You wanted
1: to see me, Mr. Fisher?
0: Describe your, I assume, the way you're leaning in the doorway and shit. Bye, push open (laughs) the door
1: and lean slightly in. Unsure if I'm truly invited in.
0: Oh yeah, I, come on in. I mean, hey, this is your classroom. I'm I'm more of the guest in here. This is really your space.
1: All right, so I walk over. I get one of the chairs and I turn in and sit on it backwards. Legs full open, but skirt still fine. Just barely covering everything. Barely day. covering it. Obviously. Perfect. That is actually how I would sit, though, stupidly in high school.
0: No. <laughs> so, Cassie, I, I hate to burden a student with this knowledge, but I, I, I think that you're special. You do? Yeah, and, you know, there's just... I feel like I have to come clean about some stuff.
1: Well, tell me. Leading clip more and more over the edge of my chair. Oh, of course you are. <laughs> full spread eagle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Just, you're just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut to the pep rally. Oh God, <laughs> oh, Tommy. Real God. life Tommy yeah. is like, fuck
3: yeah, it, it's gonna happen. I know. I'm like uh, invested.
0: Attention students. This is Headmaster Collinsworth, as usual, because I always do the PA announcements. The pep rally will begin in five minutes. And it is mandatory for everyone to be there. There will be a headcount. We're gonna jump forward a little bit to the pep rally in full swing. There's already been the marching band playing a few a few songs of whatever the football coach's like favorite tracks are, because that's always what they pick. I have the tiger. Oh, of course. And Kiba, you are about to go on stage. For your speech of the pep rally. Okay. I'll let you take it from here. You're standing off to the side. I'll say the... uh, What are they called? What were you in high school again? What did you do in the band? The drum major. The drum majors, they like look over, or the drum majors look over and they see the cue from whatever stage hand is kind of leading things. Yeah. And they do the the, the one, two, three, four, and then they cut everyone off off in a good spot. and And everyone claps. Okay. And now... Silence in the gym, and everyone awaits for you to come on stage.
2: Kiba will stride out onto the podium, look over at Brittany taking photos, and just give a little, like, sup head nod. Hey. Kiba will also scan the crowd for Cassandra. And be like, huh. Ah. I, man, she, I really believed it when she said she wasn't skipping.
1: I have pretty distinct hair. It's a little hard yeah, to miss ex- me. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like, right. Definitely would see it. Whatever. I guess it doesn't matter. And I will begin my speech. This is all off the dome.
0: Tommy, improv is your best thing.
2: That's right. What's up, fellow students of the Jote Private School of Superior Excellence and all the fine donors I see out here today? It's the start of another school year. Every beginning is the start of another continuation. And every continuation is the start of an end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I find the start of the school year is the best time to reflect on our futures. Where are we going as students of the Jote Private School of Superior Excellence? What targets do we have in our lives as graduates of the Jote Private School of Superior Excellence? How will we support the community of learners and teachers at the Jote Private School of Superior Excellence?
0: And now we're gonna cut away again. Great, cool. We cut back to the classroom. Cassie, I just, I, like I said before, Just to recap kinda what I said before.
1: I'm just making doe eyes at you.
0: Yes. I I think I need to tell you that I know.
1: What's there to know?
0: About you. What about me? I... I know what you've been doing.
1: Mr. Fisher! I should go first!
0: Uh, Uh, um sure? Yes. Why why don't you tell me what I'm talking about? So we can all be very honest here.
1: Well, I know it's like totally not allowed, but
0: That's right. It's not allowed.
1: But you should know that I it's this has been going on for a long time and I should just I should just tell you so that I don't have to hide it anymore.
0: Yes, I that's why I called you in here. I think we don't need to hide anything anymore between us. Now, <laughs> now let's cut away one more time. <gasps> oh, my
3: god! oh my god! I can't! I can't! Oh
0: You're killing us. Good. <laughs> We're gonna cut back to your speech now. One of the most important
2: parts of being in this community of learners is understanding our role in that community and part of understanding who you are in this community is participating. We have all these great sports teams out here. Swim teams are really killing it. Basketball and football, I guess they've been losing a lot. But, hey, that's that's your chance to get in there and really shake things up. Am when I right?
0: You, when you say that line, that's yeah. your chance to get in there and really shake things up. Yeah. Watch goes off.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm so <laughs> nervous. <laughs> Martin,
0: uh, no. uh Yeah, so make sure you participate. Uh, um you see the donors in the crowd like, why is he losing his composure now?
3: Brittany makes eye contact with Kiba.
0: Your watch
2: goes off,
3: too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're both looking at our watches.
2: Uh, Join the sports team. Dance is on Friday. Uh, Tickets in the main office. Feathers is the theme. Uh, Thank you very much. Have a wonderful school year. I'm going to look at the drum majors and be like,
0: Come on! Oh, they're like, oh, oh, just and quiet. they just start. They do one, two, three, four. Great! And I will, I will stride off stage.
3: I um, run out of the gym first.
0: We're going back to the classroom,
3: Mr. Fisher. I, I, uh, I
0: love you. Whoa! Uh, that's not what I was going to say and I hope nobody else heard you say that. And he's looking around, and he's like, okay. I'm
1: just standing there just, I, I have stood up at this point to say that. Like, stood out of the chair. Right. You mean that wasn't what you were gonna say?
0: No, um, I was gonna tell you that I'm on the Gryon Council. And then, oh! and then your watch goes off. Mr. Fisher. Looks at your watch, glowing, and he says, You should probably get that. Fellow Grand Council members, I have made contact with the heroes in their mundane form. But what? No, of course not. I would never. What kind of show do you think this is? Find out next time on Day Players. Next time on Day Players.
1: It's fine. Cass. I may have done something bad.
0: You'll feel a lot better after kicking some ass. There's another portal opening. We're afraid that it's a little close to your school.
2: I knew it wasn't going to be this, but I really wanted you to say.
0: I have something serious to tell you, and then he just poof. It's me, it's me, Wushka. <laughs> oh I've been watching dating,
2: and I'm still <laughs> in was- love with you, Cassandra. <laughs> That's okay, been- I'm young. <laughs> that, that <laughs> we can still be together. Do we need to heal
1: her anyway? Yeah, how's she looking? She passed out, she's asleep, she's tired, she's dead.
2: Hey,
1: I think
3: she's
0: asleep. <laughs> she's, you know, she just, she's, she's very worked had a weird to the core.
1: She's busy. <laughs> she's she's <laughs> exhausted. She's exhausted. She had her whole
0: psyche invaded by uh, by a nerd.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: a big nerd. She's just going to think it was all is a dream. Is this just really
1: just a attack of the nerds?
0: Which is uh, a, it's
1: too bad.
2: I'm hmm. like oh, P
0: i mean you don't i piss i piss keep my pisses i need to go i gotta get all my piss out i just
1: need to uh i
0: just gotta take a quick j pissy uh excuse me dungeon master my character hasn't taken a shit today so i gotta go do that (laughs) it's important for his character (laughs) (laughs) okay Sorry I'm late, I didn't make dinner and I had to stop for something and the bridge was up
3: and... <laughs> Your excuses <sighs> are not new. We will talk to the council about this behavior.
1: Very well!
2: Oh, don't be so hard on Mushka. She just got out of the hospital. The Celestial Hospital. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, oh my god, I feel like the teacher would go like... What, Spunt should be like the nickname and he should have like some very elitist like...
2: Oh yeah. Siegfried Puntsworth or something. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, that's Siegfried good. Puntsworth.
1: Puntsworth. Puntsworth the fourth or something. <laughs> oh, Spuntsworth! You're, you're such Mr. a
3: character. Mister Spuntsworth. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, Spunt is his last name.
3: Spunsworth is his last name, so right. his, the teacher Sponsworth. would call him Mister Spuntsworth. Oh, Mister Spuntsworth. We do already. We already have a Collinsworth, by the way. Ah. Uh, I know. You're that's
0: right. right. Um, I don't Fuck him. I don't care about the principal. Spons- He'll come back if I need him.
3: Spunston. I just. Wish that he would be more open with his emotions, you know? Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh no, sorry. No, that's okay. Oh,
3: it's... Anyway, so, you know, what's up with you? It should be. Shit. Should... Not in the style of your announcements.
2: What's up, bitches? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought my dating trouble was challenging.
0: Hubba, <laughs> 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 or,
1: or, or like.
2: Awooga! <laughs> <laughs> Awooga!
1: Well, he's the VP. Okay. He I should be it. able to take over in case you die, Fane. <laughs>
2: Whoa! Whatever. <laughs> High school. <laughs> High school. Serious. You're a Jackson. Hero. You Jackson. Could... I might die up there. <laughs> oh my if god! If I die, I need
0: you to take my place. I need you to know. finish this step And Jackson's
3: like, Yeah, I'm motherfucker. graduating, motherfucker. No, here.
2: Motherfucker. That's, that's what I. That's what I talk with him about. I'll be like.